The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to the crowds, The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in a field, which someone found and hid. Then, in his joy, he goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant in search of fine pearls. On finding one pearl of great value, he went and sold all that he had and bought it. The Gospel of the Lord. We continue reading in the book of Exodus, this time chapter 34, and we come to the famous account of Moses being with God for 40 days and 40 nights on Mount Sinai. This would be the second time he went up the mountain because the first time when he received the tablets, he came down and saw the apostasy of the golden calf and he threw the tablets and broke them all. So God called him up a second time and this is the account we have. Notice that when he comes down after being with the Lord for 40 days and 40 nights, his face is radiant. It's shining. The church sees this as a type of Christ who is the light of the world in whom there is no darkness. It's also a type of the church, which is the light of the nations. And we're called to participate in that light. Notice that the light in Moses' face began to fade. The church fathers saw in this an analogy of the Old Testament, which was provisional and was fading away and would be then taken over by the New Testament light of God in Christ. In baptism, we are imbued with light. That's why it's called the sacrament of illumination. That was the favorite term in the ancient church. We are in Christ in baptism. We're inserted right into his grace. And by grace, we are transformed interiorly so that the light of Christ just floods us and we become more and more in his likeness, in the likeness of God with ever greater degrees of glory. That's the way St. Paul saw it in his second letter to the Corinthians. And we don't have to put a veil over our face because once we receive sanctifying grace, as long as we don't sin mortally, that light shines. Now we can always increase the degree of light by our participation. And the church fathers actually saw a great analogy of the spiritual life in this first reading. And that is, they taught the doctrine of divinization. And they get it right from St. Peter in his second letter that God has given us the privilege of partaking in his very divine nature. How do we understand this? Well, the favorite example of the church fathers was to use the analogy of a rod of iron. Put one end of the iron in a fire, a blazing fire, and just leave it there and see what happens to that end of the iron. It begins to take on the qualities of the fire. It becomes bright with the very light of the flames. It begins to take on the warmth of the fire and then to become hot and hotter and then begins to glow so that at a certain point you don't really see where the rod ends and the fire begins. They become so similar. And that if you then take out the rod of iron, it becomes 
in itself a cause of fire to whatever it touches. So you take the iron out of the fire and you touch it to a piece of paper or pile of leaves, for example, and they burst into flame. That's an analogy that the Church Fathers saw for our spiritual life. That if we so desire it, God has given us this great privilege, this great dignity of participating in his very essence. Now, we don't become God, but we share in his attributes, in his glory. So every time we come away to pray, be with the Lord, or we read scripture or do certain acts of charity, we take on the very life and light of Christ. Well, we come to the gospel, and it says that this kingdom of heaven is like a treasure in a field, which in the joy of a person who so desires it, goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. Similarly with the great pearl of price. He sells everything he has so that he can purchase that one pearl. We're meant to see in the pearl, in the treasure, grace, the life of Christ. What are we willing to give up so that we can be like that iron in the fire? It's not that we have to pay money to get grace, that's for sure, but maybe some of our time. We're so taken up by distractions in the world. We can be. There's much to do. But when you come to Mass like you do right now, and you receive Christ in the Eucharist, you spend time in prayer and so forth, then the great advantage of being Christian is that, yes, there's a cost, but for the person who seeks it, we don't have to wait for the kingdom of heaven to come after we die. Rather, we enter into the kingdom of heaven now. And that's a great joy, as we experience when we really know that God is in us and directing us and giving us his very light. It's a beautiful set of readings for us to contemplate. How do we take on the light of Christ more and more like Moses? Spend time with the Lord. Spend time in his presence and let God and his light come into us and increase our ability to be like that iron, which when taken out of the fire, touching something else, causes the fire nature now to be transferred to whatever it touches. That's our mission in the new evangelization. Let us pray.